When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. And my name's Sean. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Salito. It's a huge day. A big day. Today is, I mean, think about all that's going on in the Valley. You got that baseball game. Suns are back in action, although they're on the road. Uh... Corey Feldman is at the Marquee Theater tonight. Feldman Day. Oh, man. It's Feldman Day. We're going. Corey Feldman filling up the Marquee. I think that's the only show going on tonight besides the baseball game. I mean, And, I, yeah, you know. and then uh, I hear that there's some, uh, I don't know, some garage band that's going to try to steal money from you. I wouldn't even go to that. Some travesty. Yeah, it's a, it's a disaster. Just a bunch of old men. It's Jimmy Buffett's ghost is back over there at the talking stick and... Actually, I go see that first. Still mad at Guns N' Roses. Lady down in sales department yesterday, I was like, I heard you ripping on Guns N' Roses. Are you getting in trouble for that? And I'm like, from who? Guns N' Roses? What do they have some sort of autonomy over it? Like, I will destroy anyone who says anything. People have been saying bad things about Guns N' Roses for years. We just forgot that we used to say it constantly. They, they behaved for a half a decade. They didn't care before. Why should they care Why now? Why do they now? Right. Because people are worried, man. You'll never, you know, if you need a favor from them, right. you'll never get Well, it. that's kind of what your thing is. Why you never say anything bad about an actor or a movie, just in case you meet them. And they're like, hey, yeah. wait a minute. You're the guy who said one star for, yeah. I don't care. I'm on the side of the road with a flat and Brad Pitt drives by, <laughs> right. but I ripped on him one time. Right. You it's not going to help me out. You didn't like Cool World, so he's mad still. But yeah, I don't care if you're mad about that. You probably don't like my show. Don't care. But, uh, yeah, so Guns N' Roses is here. But uh, at Kristen, even last night uh, at the downstairs in the uh, sales department, she goes, so I shouldn't go to the show is what you're saying? I, uh, is it like, are we boycotting? And I'm like, you can do whatever you want. But, you know, I still, you, like, you should have a sign that says, the Guns N' Roses because it's, screw them. Yeah. Like, they fleeced us. They made us look stupid. Because I haven't seen them though since I was like a kid, and I'm like, then you saw them at their height of assholiness, and you're never. And this is just a repeat. The last performance. time I saw them, I was eight. Right now, they're just grouchy uh, old dudes who hate each other. Slash only got back together with Axel, and this is a known fact because he went through such a horrendous divorce. He wanted his money back, and then they started making so much money, and it was working out that they're like, all right, we'll we'll put some gravy on top of that. Slash lost a lot of dough. So this, this I'll be kind to Axel, can't be worse than my ex-wife. Uh, maybe maybe he is. They don't like each other anymore. They're doing the same thing. It's not like they got a new, they got one average song out. They can't be know? in the same room together long enough to put an album out. There's no way. Axel couldn't do it by himself for 10 years. He fought with himself so long. Yeah. And even then, all you got was Chinese democracy. I mean, when, so when we saw him in uh, Vegas last year, yeah, it was kind of like you they know, good. You, you get the member berries. Oh, they're a great, bit, but 
that was the third time they like they're touring that same thing we saw a year ago. I saw here a year prior to that, and in Vegas about eight months prior to that. And then they've now their third time in five six years with the exact same deal. They're not doing anything new, and they're fleecing uh, people along the way. This this thing they pulled with the Diamondbacks reschedule was garbage. So uh, yeah, enjoy that. I'd go to the Diamondbacks game or Corey Feldman ten times over before I'd go pay to see Guns and Roses. Not sell out the talking stick shed. Good. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You treated us like garbage. You get to you get to take one in the nuts here in Phoenix. We're not happy with you. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But Feldman is here. It's Corey Feldman Day. And people are emailing me like crazy that they're going. We have got to literally take credit for Corey Feldman's ticket sales. Because, A, there's no other station or radio show talking about it. B... Somehow or another, on the website, it says that the first wave of general admission tickets sold out. Now, that must mean he's selling them in waves of 30. But it sold out. And that's more than he could ever imagine having on a website next to his name live in concert. I told Doug Hopkins, who's still, like, asking me every day, uh, got sweet for the Diamondbacks game. You want to come with? And I'm like, Feldman. And he goes, you're serious about that? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, what does he do, stand-up or something? And I'm like, yeah, sort of, kind of, in a way. Unintentionally. It's a comedy show with music. He doesn't mean it, but it's there. So, yeah, it's a big, it's big. It's a big one. I'm very excited about Corey Feldman, Marquee Theater. Tickets still available, some. I don't think it's full yet, but uh, by all means, stop by, get there, get Feldman, and lower your expectations to the ground and get ready to watch Delusion on Ice because this dude doesn't understand. It's so, it's odd to watch. But I loved it. I couldn't get enough of watching a guy put that kind of energy and effort into something where the crowd was looking at him going, you know we're here to laugh, right? All of them. All of them. Except for like maybe five who were actually singing the Comeback King song, which threw me. And he opens with that. So get ready. Because he's coming back from whatever happened where he was at one point high on, I don't know, when he was ever something that... It's an indoor event, so he won't need the inflatable screen. They'll be able to... Well, that was the fun part of the last time, was that the screen at the Marquee Theater uh, was a little bigger than his actual presentation. So it was bordered by white screen. And also, you know, like when in high school, you had the the projector the teacher had, and we had to put a book under one leg? His was a a little less than level. (laughs) And the bubble was off to the right a little. Uh, and he just, uh, it was great. The sound didn't work. Oh, the things that go wrong nightly for Feldman is this, this, are worth it. This here is a little bit of what we're going to. Just the comeback king? Yeah. That's oh. just a song. Oh. This is oh. our opener? This is this is how he, and the band will try to get you to chant his name to bring him out. And then he comes out in a weird jacket. I'm the comeback, comeback king. I- Wait till you hear it live. That's the best you can get it recorded. Oh, get ready for Feldman. Feldman at the marquee. Let me see if I can find a YouTube of that. Well, there's one of him doing a live performance in a park in the middle of the afternoon. And it's recent because his divorce hasn't kicked in but the girl that used to be with him was his wife and she's not there so he's dressed up another girl like her and evidently during auditions he didn't get someone who's very good at the piano or touching the proper button on the computer to start the track and he has to remind her go ahead and hit x hit x on the thing 
on stage. They hit the X button. That it start start the song, and then she starts the song, and he starts going, and he's like, "No, can we get it right?" And then he leaves the stage, and they start over, which is hilarious because there's a lot of this hype going in. And then he points to the screen behind him and says, "Yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff going on on that screen behind us, but since it's daytime, you can't see it." Because there it is. He doesn't know it's. He doesn't know that four p.m. and sunshine are pretty much hand in hand everywhere all the time. Just daylight. Jo- Ooh, there's. This is him starting the show. Start over. Start over. Start over. And he's mad at me. And the crowd is already making fun of him. Oh, Feldman. And that big Gilbert dad inflatable screen in the back. Mickey Rourke on the bass. Oh, yeah. He had to come back from his own concert. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so bad. He's a professional. And then the, con- the costume changes and then the band introductions. Oh, you guys are going to love this. You're going to love it. If you're like me and you can enjoy a hate watch with ear-to-ear grin, and I do. Like, I love it. That is an Amazon-like inflatable that is a, behind yeah, him. A, yeah, a $399.99 yeah. on Amazon Prime. Uh you get that inflatable screen. And then a little later, he starts talking about the screen. They got a pit going. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> he, and there's the Corey Feldman delusion. Oh. That he thinks that people are there for him. They're laughing about it. There's a mosh pit for this song. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yep. Get ready, folks. That is amazing. The Delusion 23 tour. Feldman. I'm wearing my Feldman shirt. I'm buying one. Oh, I'm getting another he one, too. He sells merch? Oh, he sells merch, my friend. <laughs> Lots of it, too. Feldman! Yes! Oh, I'm so excited. I'm speechless. No, you will be. Wait to... Wait to I, 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 we could watch this whole video. I've watched this thing probably five times. It's 45 minutes long, too. It's like the whole show. I think I just got the one song, but I, got, I can get the whole song for a show if we watch it. You talk, when he starts talking about the screen not working because it's daytime and they didn't expect that... But you didn't expect daytime, didn't you? And you knew you were going on it in the afternoon, and daytime surprised you? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I don't know. Why didn't we get another, like, in-studio interview with him today? Uh, he might just start calling. <laughs> and, and you know what? I wouldn't take a word of his lip. I'd be like, you're welcome. We've sold so many tickets for you. Oh, he's the comeback king. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, there's two meanings to that. <laughs> Rump Ranger used to have another one. <laughs> Anyway. I mean, I feel bad for the guys that had to follow that. Yeah. He just brought the and house it's, down. It's raining. <laughs> it's raining tears, I think, if you notice that the rain is falling down. That's, sorry for the guys not bad. That's another uh, prop that he has. He has some guys hosing off from the yeah. top of the grid. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And it seems like the song never ends, by the way. Comeback King goes on uh, what, what feels like hours. I'm just hoping that, like last year's Feldman show at the Marquee, one of the opening acts is the uh, Flock of Seagulls tribute band, because that was last year. And I remember thinking, this is aggressive and ambitious to go out and they have one hit song and they did nine Flock of Seagulls songs dressed as Flock of Seagulls. And I met them after and the guy's like, this is the first time we've ever done this. I'm like, really? Yeah, we didn't think we'd be. 
We Did asked, he have the hair we and asked, everything? Oh, yeah. He oh, said, nice. we, we asked and they said yes, so we just decided to go for it. And I'm like, you've never... Nah. We didn't, we didn't know what we were doing. We learned nine Flock of Seagull songs for this night. And I'm like, oh, oh. It was pretty great. And they were really nice. But uh, they were as... And the Flock of Seagulls band found the whole night silly. <laughs> That's Feldman. <laughs> they come back. Still going. gonna have fun this man needs medical attention holmberg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Nice parachute Brady, pants. I'm worried that you're going to sit back and go, I don't like making fun of a guy. So you need to stay away from us because the things we'll scream at the stage are going to make you cringe. You think we'll yeah. cringe? Well, I have a sign already that says... You're bringing uh, a sign? Yeah, and it nice. says, um, on my back, king. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that for that guy right there. Anyway, can't wait. Very excited. And I was surprised yesterday to get as, as many emails as I did about the lady with the balloon. And it was all racially based. Remember the story we did yesterday about the kid who was seven years old who was popping balloons with scissors. Mom went to take a nap, came back in the room. Kid was stuck, trapped dead in one of the balloons. Tragedy, yes, uh, somebody died. But how they died doesn't make any sense. I had two emails from people, uh, one whose last name is Begay, so from the res, and says this would never happen on the res. At least we'd never tell anyone about it. Anyone gets trapped in something like that, that that's stupid, you just give them back to the land. <laughs> we wouldn't even. And then another one said, that is just a pure white weight. Then I got this one, which my emails aren't working, so I'll read it off the phone. It says, uh, hey, Holmberg, that balloon story is some straight up white. Well, I got to get my beeper out. Straight up white people. My brother died 28 years ago because he got his head into a bread bag, passed out, fell down and hit his head on the kitchen countertop. It was a freak accident, but ain't no news tell us. N-words. <laughs> that bags and counters were dangerous and out to get us. My dad actually said at the funeral, can't believe I'm the father of some kid dies from this stupid <laughs> It was sad, of course, for the family, but he was more angry at us, my dad. He seemed embarrassed. But when one of your white kids does themselves in with something as safe as a balloon, white women call the news and blame the balloon. Nope. You got lucky, lady. That kid was going to live with you for the rest of its life. I want my kids out of the house now, and they're 9 and 15. It's about time they got jobs. They're just freeloading. I leave Wonder Bread bags all over the house, hoping they have some of their dumb uncle's ideas in them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's one good cracker out there calling his own, Holmberg. I consider you one of us blacks because you sounded just like we do when we watch Whitey, the Whitey Report on TV. But don't let that go to your head and start saying the N-word, because I'll still kick your ass for that, sign JT. That's right. It is sort of a... It's like when the rats were in Arcadia and the news was there. And I'm like, the rats 
all over Maryvale. The news never goes and says they got a rat problem. One rat showed up. A, a white lady called Channel 3, and the next thing you know, there's satellite trucks on Lafayette Boulevard because some lady had a rat in her backyard, and it was Arcadia rat problem. What do we do? There's, there's rich whites here. Can't have rats in a rich white neighborhood. We don't understand it. There's rats in our neighborhood. Well, you're, you're a former grapefruit and orange field. Rats love citrus. Your idiots wanted to keep the trees. Not only that, the amount of food they're throwing out every week. Oh, ridiculous. She tore down what was a guest barn because she found some rats in it. Well, just tear it down. I can't. I can't. If, they, if, if the inner cities tore down everything they saw a rat in, it would look like Gaza Strip right now. <laughs> He's right, though. And that is me kind of like, all right, white ladies, calm down. And again, balloons are not the danger here. Not paying attention to your kids around suffocation devices and scissors, probably the, the real reason that kid's not around. But, uh, and don't worry about it, JT. I'm not going to start saying or just because one guy said I'm like, I'm, I got like an honorary black membership. I, I know better. <laughs> I know that. I know that's a trap. We've learned from Dog the Bounty Hunter. Well, we've learned from more than just Dog the Bounty Hunter. And if you've learned anything, I'm not a kid who's going to get stuck in a balloon or a bread bag. So I know when a black guy says, it's all right, you can say <laughs> I've fallen for it a couple of times. And then later they're like, you're using it too much. I'm like, I said it once. I know. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, so JT's right. But man, that story got some legs yesterday. And I didn't see a uh, retraction on uh, Channel 3 last night going, yeah, we might have overreacted to the dumb kid in the in the balloon. That is sort of a, oh, and to top it all off, I see a story yesterday where a golden retriever got its head stuck. In a, like, it was like a goldfish bowl, and goldfish the candy. Yeah. Or the, yeah. the snack, like one of those big Costco things. His head was stuck in it for like a day and a half, and he's just sitting there with his head in there like, yeah, I'm probably going to die from this. And there's like, the goldfish bowl's not the problem, or box, or bucket, or whatever. The dog stuck his head in there, and he looked like, I kind of deserve this. And they opened it up, and he was fine. He didn't drop dead. He had no air either. He worked it out, or he died. I like how this guy's brother died 28 years ago from a bread bag. And dad was mad at the other kids. Like, you died from some stupid like this. Embarrass me at work. He's probably like, just one less kid I have to shop for for Christmas. <laughs> I too many y'all little running around my house now. Here's some bread bags. Make it work. I'm sorry for your loss, but it sounds like you're kind of over it. And you have to have a sense of humor about that. If I had a, if I had a, God, if my sister would have, done, I should leave bread bags at my sister's house. If I had a sister drop dead from a bread bag, it would be a funny story to this day. Man, she put a bread bag on her head, lost consciousness. She didn't take it off. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. We got rid of it. We we Darwined our own family a little bit on that day. We got lucky. Imagine calling Dan at work, telling him you got your head stuck like in that balloon or like something. Dad wouldn't leave work for that. She did what? She was playing with a bread bag. It was very sad. She put it on her head and she passed out. Didn't she feel like she was getting dizzy or anything to take the bag off? <laughs> Evidently not. She hit her head on the counter. She's gone. Good. <laughs> Have it cleaned up. What's for dinner? <laughs> Some bread companies are really obvious about it. There's Killer Dave's bread. Yeah. A bunch of <laughs> they say it right there on yeah. the deal. I don't even... I, you're, you're teaching me that Killer Dave's bread is a thing. I've never really paid attention to the bread aisle that closely. What's Killer Dave's bread? It's, you know, they got all the different uh, flavors of whole wheat. Do you not have a bread go-to, or do you shop for bread and, like, hmm, new items? No, um, 
We went through a run of uh, Killer Dave's. Ronnie <laughs> liked that. It's Killer Dave. Looks like, uh, what flavor are you going for here, buddy? Looks like our buddy Dave Cooper on the hip. Yeah. I've never seen that before. That just says Dave's bread. White bread's it's Dave's, right. Dave's killer bread. Yeah. Well, the bag, though, not killer. The bread, perhaps. You could choke on bread. There is truth to that, though. And it's white women. It is. If a black lady ever called the news and said, my, my, it, look, let's be honest. If a black lady called the news and said, hey, I found my kid with a balloon on its head, she'd be in jail today. There, any I, Mexican, maybe. Indians, I don't know if they even show up to help you guys. I don't know what we've done out in that area. But I know if a black lady called and said, I just found my baby with a balloon on its head. It's dead. I'm like, we'll be over to arrest you in a minute. They wouldn't even send like paramedics. A cop would show up first. Where's this child you've murdered? No, it didn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. Let's just detain you for a little. You're not being arrested. You're being detained. Don't worry. I'm just going to tase you for a second, just for fun. <laughs> and they'd be right. But a white lady has the nerve to call the, the... It's a news story warning people about balloons. If you get your head stuck in something, it's your fault. It's not the thing's fault. And I think we can all agree on that. It's kind of like when people wear those shirts that say guns don't kill people, people do. Same with balloons. Balloons don't kill anyone ever. Ever. Don't crawl down your chimneys. Yeah, there's a, yeah, but <laughs> just, I, again, there's certain times when I'm just like, okay, sad for your family, but more embarrassing for your family that they had to watch the news tonight. And there's no pride or shame in it at all to call the news and say, Balloons are dangerous. My kid died from one. You're like, they're, they're kind of revealing you. I don't get it. It's, it's just, you, you kind of sweep that. You do like a Brady. You put the glasses on, you sweep it under the rug, and you say, no one needs to talk about this ever. The worst one I can think of is, uh, it was on the Brady Report years ago, but it was that guy in uh, Japan that decided to get a little randy with himself on the bus, bus bench. Oh, yeah, and he got stuck. Crank got stuck through the metal bench. There's right. holes oh. in it. There's a small hole in it. And they had to use the jaws. They had to saw it off, and then he has to carry a section around because it's still stuck now, in see, there. Now, see, that to me isn't life or death. That's you taking a big chance and losing. Because you get out on a. And I'm going to. You know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to f this bench. And you start doing it, and you're like, oops, I'm bigger than. And if, at first, you're probably pretty prideful, like, oh, I'm too big for the bench. I'm stuck. And then you wait a few minutes to see if you'll shrink back down, but then you don't realize that your blood ain't going back in if it's trapped. So that's more of a guy walking by when the sun started to come up going, what are you doing? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And then someone else, I would lay there, hope that no one shows up, and just die from that. I'm not calling the cops. you got to be able to shrink down. I mean, But you can't. There was Think a Lizzo or something. I mean, come on. That'll, <laughs> it, it isn't about it'll shrink. It's, it's like tying it off. So you're, you're, It's uh, beyond your mental control. Your wiener becomes a bag of blood. Oh. So you do lose your erection, but you still can't pull it out because now it's a flaccid like bag of blood. You that water balloon to yeah. the end yeah. of the air? Yep. It, you just put a little goldfish in it. It looks like it's floating around the bottom. Uh, <laughs> there was a story once of a guy who walked into a, uh, a hospital with a 25-pound plate, a weight plate. And he was a weightlifter, and he's like got excited and started to bang one of the weights, and then he swelled up and got stuck, and he couldn't get the twenty five pound weight off. Now that's he's hauling around twenty five pounds. That takes a. I don't care how strong you are. That's a lot of like holding, <laughs> and so he had to go to the hospital and have them saw it off. Which, by the way, I'd have just 
I'd have constructed some sort of suspender situation around my shoulders to keep that weight up and just acted like I had a goiter in my pants. I would have never shown anybody that again. And I'd have just died from it. If you just kill yourself. Yeah. If I ever get stuck half an inanimate object, <laughs> I got this thing stuck to my dick now. That's how I die. That's how you find me. And then by all means, tell my story. Come up with punchlines. Do not act sad. My funeral is hilarious. Whatever, whatever I was becomes a parting gift for you as you leave my service. Here you go. Here's your 25-pound weight. Here you are. Everybody gets one. It's a good idea. And then my name's on it with the 72 to whenever I died having sex with that weight. Or like, you know, a stuffed animal or couch or muffler. Whatever it is you're having sex with that isn't a human uh, and you die, you, you get stuck, you die from that. That's just the way it is. We don't want you in society again. We all do weird stuff with our genitals, but when it gets too weird and it's life-threatening... It, it, that's it. You're done. Get off the planet. No hospital. No insurance should cover you, ever. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, Never. that dude a couple weeks ago goes in with that plank and four needles through there. Yeah, the hospital. The guy that nailed his dick to the thing. If he ever cried like, "Oh, this is dangerous," he'd be like, "No, no, no, no. You figure it out from How here." How did this happen? You, you, yeah. Well, I was nailing my dick to a plank. It's Saturday, <laughs> and I decided to film it. Well, good for you guys. I have it on film. Where all the, but I think I hit an artery or something. Yeah, you did because you put nails in your dick. Leave now. Go f- yourself. And what do you right. expect the doctor to say? Oh, I completely understand. Let me get that right off yeah. for you. Boys, if I, what this old chestnut, if I had a dollar for every time I've peeled a guy's junk off of a piece of plywood. <laughs> Never doctors, happened. The doctors are like, this is a first for us. Yep. We need to get some photos of this. Do you mind? Yeah. I'll take it right down to like, uh, you know, you get an infection from self-piercing. Eh, you figure it out or you die from that. You got to get off my planet. If you don't have enough money to go to Claire's. To get a Prince Albert through your urethra. You don't do it at home. Good luck at getting out of Claire's. <laughs> yeah, go to Claire's and go, I don't want to do this at home. I want to be safe. I, I'm a teenage girl. Yep. My daughter is taking out earrings. And I'm going to need you to... We, the duck ones are cute. You should get those. The uh, I'm getting my dick pierced today at Claire's. Okay, that's thirteen fifty. <laughs> if you don't have thirteen fifty to get it pierced, you and a friend and you're... A two-bedroom apartment that four people live in. You, you don't get doctor's rights. You lose your doctor's rights whenever you pierce a genital or do something really stupid. We should have this, this stupid law like we do the stupid hiker law. You pay for this. And that will discourage these people from going to the hospital. I didn't have insurance for that. No one has insurance for nailing their dick to a board. No one. So, well, I die. I'm dying. Yep. No. I guess that's a tough lesson to learn. The dude on the internet seemed to get it. He had some witch hazel and hydrogen peroxide nearby, just in case. Idiots. But yeah, Mary Lou Retton is dying in the hospital. She's got no insurance. That's the crazy part. Weird. How in the if you win a gold medal for our country, don't you get like at least health insurance from the gold medal people? (laughs) You would think. You would think like. You think so? Like she was a. I know she peaked at 16. It's dangerous. 
And she's on the Johnny Carson she's show. She's still been on a ton of shows. I never see her anywhere. She's around. I think she's on a lot of, like, remember when shows. Yeah, like those VH1, the yeah. was the 80s shows. And they'll put and her stuff, on there for yeah. 15 minutes and like, yay. Anyway, get out. Anyway, Mary Lou Retton doesn't have insurance. And she's dying of pneumonia. And there's nobody in the Olympic Committee that's like, she was pretty good for us. Maybe we should go kick in for Mary Lou Retton. If I think if you win, if you medal at all, and it's like the, uh, it's sort of like the sports military. You get, you get lifetime service. At least the VA, at least get her in the VA. VA should be for military people and gold medalists. And how come she's never once, like, unless she's got money and just didn't get insurance and she's been skin of her teeth kind of life. But Mary Lou Retton was, she was an American superstar. She was America's sweetheart before me. It's weird, but she got a rare case of pneumonia and she's in the hospital now and her daughter's like, yeah, she's here and she's not going to make it because she got no insurance. Like, how does Mary Lou Retton not have coverage? And I don't want to hear about it, that it's the health plan in the United States. She's a gold medalist. Well, there's 50 grand right now. They're raising. They're past its 50 grand goal. But she's going to need more than that. Well, she's got to live, too, right? You get your money back if she doesn't make it. <laughs> no, that's just what? to help pay for medical bills. Oh, basically. two. But anything over goes back. I still say if she doesn't make it, you get your money back. Because it, why, well, look. Again, I'm going to go back to JT, the, the emailer. Uh, some white stuff? She's a white lady with gold medals and she doesn't have insurance? Says her. She did this to herself. Her net worth, you know, again, the size. Who knows, right. Two million. Well, what is she doing then? Get some insurance. I'm and why are we raising money for that? Sell, sell your house. Can't Jake from State Farm or something give her some insurance? She'll do an endorsement. Her and I hear there's a dying cracker in here <laughs> with $2 million. We'll start a policy on you right now. Her and Mahomes can yeah. do a commercial. Right. We'll be fine. Exactly. You can't die from no insurance if you've got a gold medal. Multiple ones. Sell the medal. What gold's uh, Those are worthless. $1,900. Nah, she's still not. You might be able to get a little uh, more because if you keep it as a gold medal. She shouldn't yeah, have call to the pawn sell stars. medals, though. Like, yeah, the Pawn Stars would definitely yeah. call anybody. But don't – look, she should have had insurance. There's something wrong with Mary Lou Retton that she's been, you know, tumbling through life without insurance. Yeah, that is weird because it's, you know – it's the net worth is all over the map, but some sources say it with assets and everything, it's yeah. eight million. Didn't didn't oh, Obama start some sort of a insurance program for everybody you could get into? If you got eight million, you need Obamacare. Then uh, <laughs> we got issues here. Evidently, she did. I loved Mary Lou Retton when I was a kid. That smile and that pixie haircut, bouncing around all over the place. One thing we don't talk about with Mary Lou Retton, though. She was America's hero in the 84 Olympics, and the Russians weren't there. So there was a whole lot of dominating while the other team sat it out. We were pretty proud of those 84 Olympics in L.A. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Don't they get paid for that? Yeah. Don't, doesn't ABC oh, yeah. give you, like, insurance? You get, you know, it's weekly. Of course, you get lemonade, but then you're done. still... I think that there should be gold medal insurance. Like, once you get a gold medal, one of the benefits is 
Yeah, you get lifetime insurance from the VA. Just give them the give them the bad one. Give them the same stuff the military the, guys uh, get. Government policy because you're representing the United States. It's, yeah, it's not that. Yeah, it's not that. Uh, not that many. We have a lot of gold medalists, but I mean, you're literally looking at what 150 every four years. That isn't bad to add to the tally. But I don't want to raise money for her. I want the whole story. I want to sit in the room with her while she's intubated, talk to her daughter and go, how come she didn't have insurance? And get a real answer before I start forking over cash to save America's 84 sweetheart. She just never got around to it. Well, I guess she's going to pay the price then. That seems, I'm not kicking yeah, it. I'm not she, kicking she's it. She's got $8 million of what Brady's saying. That was when David Crosby had the nerve to start asking people for a liver. No. We gave you one. J- uh, Larry Hagman, J.R. Ewing from Dallas, got a free liver because he blew his out. And then he blew out the donor liver and came back, had the nerve to go back on TV and go, need another one. It's like, you keep wrecking them. No, no more f- livers for you. Uh, Armando says that Mary Lou needs to call Doug Hopkins and sell her pad. <laughs> At least she's guaranteed five grand one right, way or no. another. Yeah, you know? and Doug can, wa- yeah. Doug can really screw her, waiver the price. She doesn't get her equity, 5000 Yeah, TV's Doug Hopkins needs to get on that. And go buy Mary Lou Retton's house out from under her. Hand her over the money. Yeah, how's it our responsibility? If I didn't have insurance right now and got sick, everybody, I don't want you to raise money for me. I want I want to lay in that bed and learn my lesson. Please start a GoFundMe for my stupidity over the last few years. Who knew I'd get sick and die someday? It's dumb. Insurance is too expensive. All right. Well, take your chances, dope. Good luck. Did she have pre-existing condition because her knees and ankles were bad? Just $800 a month seems pointless. Uh, she was born with hip dysplasia. My dog had hip dysplasia. Mine too. Two, two years of it. It was We put her down. I guess that's what we got to do to... <laughs> That's a lot cheaper than her GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, look, we didn't. Look, my dog got hip dysplasia, and uh, we did our best, and we towed her around, and it gets it gets ugly for a while. Uh, hell, I had hip dysplasia. I got two new hips for crying out loud. I didn't have a GoFundMe for Dutchie. Oh, we need fifty thousand dollars to make sure she. No, that's your responsibility. What if she recovers and she goes out on a little uh, exhibition? Performing, Starts flopping but she around has again. tubes to help her breathe. She can go out with, she does. Go out with Feldman. <laughs> Two 80s icons. All right. I would watch this. Feldman opening up and then Mary Lou Retton doing some, I don't know, uneven. Little mobile uneven, tanks with her. The so uneven parallel breathe. bars that are just, yeah, she's got a tank behind her. She's all twisted up. I'd watch that. I'd watch a pneumonia riddled gymnast trying to do some flips. Anyway, I loved Mary Lou Retton, but it's, you know, it's nearly been 40 years. And she we had a Wheaties box. Yeah, everybody did. It was Americana. You had Sam the Eagle. You had her on the Wheaties box. It was a great I time. I remember our guy Bruce Jenner on, the, on there. Yeah, it was in the 70s, 76. That's, uh, he's gone now. He didn't ask for money. He didn't do it. He just said, I'm cutting my dick off. I'll do it myself. He never once got a GoFundMe and... If it did start to go south where he chopped his dick off and it got all infected and looked like a big piece of uh, cauliflower dipped in verde sauce, none of us would have donated. It's like, you did this to yourself. I don't have insurance. Don't go cutting your dick off if you don't have insurance. wonder if she got halved by her husband. Mary Lou? Yeah. Well, welcome to the world of equality. Plenty of dudes laying in hospital beds right now halved. That bitch took most of it or I wouldn't be... 
in this cruddy hospital. Anyway. Hang in there, Mary Lou. JT, I might start using that word that you say I'm not allowed to use because I think I am thinking more against the how dare Whitey do this kind of stuff. Mary Lou Retton raising money because she got pneumonia without insurance. Again, I, every black person out there shaking their head, that's what happened to my Uncle Jeff. <laughs> he got insurance after he got pneumonia and then he went broke and died from pneumonia anyway. Never saw it on the news. Jeff played for the Oilers. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me. Now, you win a gold medal. You, now, that is kind of something. You win a gold medal, you should be able to forever have insurance. Greg Luganis had insurance, and he needed it. He ended up with all sorts of stuff. Anyway, I don't understand the world anymore. But it makes me sit and just think to myself, crack ass, crack ass. And I think that's what I think that's the way my brain works. <laughs> White lady calling the news because her kid gets stuck in a balloon, and Mary Lou Retton's got no insurance, and somehow that's our responsibility? I, I don't see it. If there was a GoFundMe for every time somebody got pneumonia without insurance, we'd all be broke. And I think that's called socialism. Uh, let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.